When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast. It is February 21st and our spring training coverage of the Cubs is presented by Blue Moon Made Brighter. Get Blue Moon delivered and see delivery options by visiting bluemoonbeer.com slash CHGO. Celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Uh, hi to everybody in the live YouTube chat. Best way to enjoy the experience, of course, is to subscribe to the CHGO Sports YouTube page. We appreciate everybody that comes out and watches the show live. If you're listening on the podcast form later in the week or something like that, we appreciate you too. Uh, and of course, we appreciate all of our new diehards, old and new, but the diehards just every day, there's new names you coming in the list. Today, Colin, Robert, and E. E. Three more new ones today. Okay. The group of sickos and diehards is growing. Credit to them. Credit to them. Credit to them. Welcome Big aboard. Them. Yeah. And if you want to sign up to be a diehard, go to allchgo.com. You get access to all of Ryan Herrera's articles. You get a free shirt this year. You, you get, get free to shirt converse next year. with the diehards in the Discord. You get the Discord. You get 20% off our merch all year. You get 20% off all of our events all year. And uh, more importantly, you get the great access to one Ryan Herrera, who joins us live from beautiful Sloan Park in Arizona. And he's wearing his nice Hawaiian shirt once again today. You can't see, but these are foxes. Foxes? foxes are they almost design. salmon? Are you wearing salmon color no, today? No. This is I think the I think the like the red is kind of salmony. Yeah, pink know. and salmon, a little pink and salmon look. Yeah. Mm. Very it's spring like salmon. Cody obviously knows is the expert on salmon after the was it was it a rental, Cody, or is that yours? It's mine. It's in my closet at home right now. <laughs> He's the expert. Yeah, so you'll know. I I don't think. There you go. If he says it's not salmon, it's not salmon. I think it's more red or orangish, like a combination. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ryan's going to give us the rundown and all the the big stuff that's happening. We're going to talk to him about everything that's happening out there today. We're going to talk about a potential power outage, where the Cubs are going to get their power. That'll be later in the show. And we're going to talk, of course, about the see-through pants that are making their way around Major League Baseball this uh, beautiful sunny afternoon in Chicago. Uh, but Ryan, the big news, I guess, if you want to call it big news this morning, is that when you guys go to that first Cactus League game on Friday, Jordan Wicks is going to be starting for the Chicago Cubs. So my question is, Ryan Herrera, do you believe Jordan Wicks, it's his spot to lose, the number five spot in the rotation? Um... I wouldn't. I don't. I don't think I'd necessarily say that because we all know like Javier Assad had a really good year himself and could very easily win that. Job. I don't know if it's his job to lose, but I would say he has a very he has a very good. Shot. He's probably he's one of the front runners for that fifth starter job, which I, we can all assume that right. We all kind of know that by now. Um, but I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's his job to lose, but he's definitely a front runner for the job. And you know, with this, you mentioned the spring start. Like it's not. 
you know, especially the first start for guys for of spring, like they're not, he's not coming with everything. He's not doing the whole arsenal. He's probably going to be working on um, a couple different pitches in game and, and kind of going with those. So like take the results with a grain of salt, but um, for him, it's definitely going to be good to get into live game action, especially this early first game of Cactus League play. Um, just kind of hit the ground running with that. I've emphasized the take it with a grain of salt. Like emphasize it, like yeah. the results, the results, the yeah. results. The results. Yes. Take it with a grain of salt. Like I don't know how many times you have to say this every year. Like spring training results do not matter in the grand scheme. Hayden Wisniewski is a great example from last year, even though he definitely, who by the way, would also be in that spot. conversation for potentially exactly. And that's why I'm saying this about Jordan Wicks because Jordan Wicks is essentially last year's version of Hayden Wisniewski at the end of the year, except those games mattered a hell of a lot uh-huh. more, right? He came up, pitched for about a month, month and a half, if that, was really good, had some memorable moments, and now he enters the spring into the rotation. Don't forget, last spring, people were clamoring for Hayden Wisniewski to be in the rotation going into opening day. So, some again, of us included. just... I, I think he's going to. I think he's going to be in the rotation no matter what. But if he struggles, God, I just take it with a grain of salt. Vanilla Chill thinks that Wicks is the front runner. Would Would you call? I okay. I didn't. I suggested that it was maybe his job to lose. Ryan says he's one of the front runners. Yeah. If you had to go, Wicks, the ass man, or Wesneski. Who would you put at the top of the list? If you had to pick a favorite, if you were doing your circus sports book for number five starter for Cubs rotation, yeah. who are you putting your money on of those three? Or are you doing letter D, mm-hmm. someone else? <laughs> uh, with what we have right now, I would say that uh, Wicks is the is the front runner. He's, he's the guy that I would go with. I mean, in the minors, he started all the time, like – with the ass man, what the value that the ass man brings, I think, is the fact that he just embraces every role he's put mm-hmm. in, whether it's mop up, long relief role, something like that. You can put him in there to start. He did so well as a starter after Stroman got hurt last year. We also saw him pitching like, you know, high leverage innings and in, out of the bullpen too. So, like, he's he's a guy that I think you can put in any role and he can do well. But Jordan Wicks throughout his professional career has been a starter. So don't break or don't uh, don't change it if it ain't broke or whatever. Uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. it thank thank it you, is. Ryan. I, I thank you. I, it, Ryan. I can't talk. I should not be on a podcast. Uh, yeah. So, like, that's what he's used to. He's not used to coming out of the bullpen. I, I think that he it's his job to lose, which I don't know what he would have to do to lose a job unless, you know, he's just getting absolutely shelled and there was a few starts in there where he's trying to not get shelled like or, you know, not trying to work on things. I, I just – I don't – at this point, I don't see how he's not in the rotation on opening day. I think the Cubs really want to let him go and, and embrace that role. And when you think about number five starter in your rotation, like – I know we're, you know, talking about being cheap and stuff from ownership, front office, whatever, has kind of triggered a lot of people this year. But for someone like Jordan Wicks, who has, um, you know, shown a lot of optimism or put a lot of optimism in Cubs fans and uh, I think into the front office to develop a guy to be that guy, it's better than having to go out and sign a guy like, I don't know, like a Michael Walker, for example. You know what right. I mean? Like, 
I, I think if, if Jordan Wicks can be what we think he can be in that role, like you, you feel him pretty good about it. So I like, I like the fact that he's getting the opportunity. Uh, Ryan. Yeah, so Cody's, I was, I was going to say, sorry, Cody's uh, point about Assad or yeah, about Assad kind of being a chameleon in, in terms of the role he could take on. I think, so when you ask the question, like who, who would I pick as the favorite is probably Wicks, right? I, again, I don't, I don't think it's like, his job now and if, if he loses it i don't think that's the case but i do think he's probably the favorite in my mind um and the sod point is is what i want to talk about but um also over the weekend i believe uh craig council you know he was kind of asked about that fifth starter and it was kind of a point where he's like there's a lot of guys in that mix um but it's also like you're gonna need all those guys throughout the season like whether it's Assad or wicks or Wisniewski or drew smiley right now or like whoever right like you're going to need a lot of guys throughout the season. You're not going to uh, end up n- never. I mean, I don't, I don't know when the last time in baseball <laughs> any team got through the entire season with only using five starting pitchers. Right? I don't know. And it's not how baseball works anymore. Um, so he doesn't seem too worried about figuring out the fifth starting pitcher because he knows that whether it's Wicks on opening day, whether it's a sod on opening day, there's a very good chance that he's going to have to use all the options he has for that fifth starter at some point in the year. So um, that's the point that he made in like, well, we all make a, a big deal about who's going to be the fifth starter when the season starts. That that rotation is going to switch up at some point. I agree. And once you get a week or two into the season, what does it matter for guys three, four, or five? It, it doesn't matter anyways. Guys are coming in. Cool. You have uh, pitchers missing a start. You have someone mm-hmm. coming in to take a start. It won't. It won't really matter. What? But I, as far as like being the one of the five starters i think he's the front runner of that group yeah and mostly because i think as you said the other guys have done pretty well at times in a reliever role yeah i think what's going to be interesting here in in 2024 is to see how craig council kind of manages this back half of the rotation uh and utilizes the strengths of a guy like javier Assad and hayden wisneski because and we've talked about this before, like when Council was in Milwaukee, there were times where guys like Corbin Burns and, 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 and you know, Woodruff as well, you know, got an extra day off. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like they utilize all kinds of dudes uh, in that starting rotation. So I, I don't think it's going to be just like those set five getting starts and only someone else getting in there because of an injury. I really do think it. I'm not saying they're going to go to like a six man rotation, but every now and then if they want to give a guy an extra day off or something like that. I think that guys like uh, Drew Smiley, Javier Assad, and uh, Hayden Wisniewski could potentially be those guys they use in those spot start situations to, you know, give a guy like Justin Steele some, you know, an extra day off and, and Jordan Wicks because he's never pitched a full 100 or a full 30 start season, right, in the major leagues, right? I think that the way that he utilizes this pitching staff will be very key if this team is going to somehow surpass the expectations of many fans right now. Uh, Chef Kevin says they're all number five starters. You hope that doesn't turn out to be the case. You hope somebody starts at a five and starts to work their way uh, up the rotation. Now, speaking of the rotation, Ryan, credit to him, center cut again with the camera right behind home plate to see Imanaga facing Seiya. Are we sure it's not like a bit at this point? Like, is Ryan doing this on purpose so we acknowledge it, so we could give him credit? Like, Center is he, cut is camera. Is he trying to get ca- credit yeah. now? 
He's known for Hawaiian shirts and center cut camera. The, if you're uh, watching the live, go check out the live YouTube video, and you'll see it in in our show. If you're listening in podcast form later, how did, how did you break down uh, Imanaga versus Seiya, Ryan? Yeah, so the first pitch obviously was a pretty nice breaking ball. Uh, I think they called it first strike to start. Um, yeah, that's right here. Like you notice the the little hitch. Uh, what's the, hey, yeah, with the like little a hitch, hitch his, or the yeah. hesitation, right? Mm-hmm. Coming out, um, and, and and he doesn't do it every time. He kind of said it's like a little, a little feel thing in the moment, like maintaining balance kind of stuff. Like he said, it's not based on you know who the hitter is gonna, who the hitter is, or, or things like that. It's just kind of um, a feel thing. He just kind of does it, which is interesting, right? Like how, like when that happens. Um, but yeah, no, like <laughs> I think one of the uh, the funny things he talked about today was that uh, so he has faith. Yeah, he knows Saya obviously from Japan. They faced each other before, um, and that they talked about how they were gonna each face each other today. And he had told Saya that he was only gonna throw fastballs. Um, but then <laughs> he said that he saw Saya say in the box and Saya looked bigger. He didn't want to lose to him, so he he lied to him and threw a, a breaking ball. Uh, oh nice <laughs> uh, that's hilarious yeah so yeah it, it was good and he he also talked about like again that they had faced each other in japan and he said that you know many many times uh he hit uh, say i got home runs off him and that now say it's probably pissed that they're on the same team now and his home run numbers won't go up or, won't, or are going to go down or something like that is the way he phrases so uh one imanaga is, is a funny guy like kind of seen that already but i'm um, just the way he kind of talks uh even through an interpreter you can you can feel the humor coming from him but like look at these pitches i think if you're still watching look at these pitches um the breaking ball is nice the fastball and that's something that craig council talked about too the fastball like or council and gomes i like he doesn't have the elite velocity or anything but just the way it plays it, it plays up and like, it feels like it comes in on you a little faster than than it actually does and like obviously right there that last pitch uh fastball inside to get say uh, uh, no it's uh is interesting it, it, from from that point of view it's interesting to see um the stuff that he has like you can you can just tell on that video he is a he's got the good stuff which is what we've heard from him coming out of japan again doesn't have the elite velocity but has movement on that fastball that um can trick hitters it, it obviously it doesn't show it on that video but his whole time pitching live bp today you saw a lot of foul balls you saw a lot of uh, bad swings like you can see the deception on the pitches the the movement or the stuff um and that's going to be interesting to watch how that plays against major league hitters i mean even today right like patrick wisdom his set, he, he faced him a second time um hit a home run off him right so uh he was able wisdom was able to make an adjustment to imanaga and you know imanaga that's something where he's got to learn to make the adjustments to major league hitters because major league hitters can adjust here pretty fast he's even as a pitcher so Again, it's going to be interesting to see what Imanaga is able to do. Obviously, he said that uh, you know that was like a 24-25 pitch inning. His next step is two two innings, twenty-ish pitches each, and then go from there. Um, I know Craig Council said he has to throw at least one more live before he uh, starts in the spring game. So um, that's kind of the next steps for Imanaga coming going forward. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how he kind of his journey facing major league hitters and how he adjusts and how he kind of evolves as a pitcher. I don't, again, I don't like to tell anybody how to cub, but I do, I would like to put out there just, just a reminder, as Ryan was saying, 
let's not overreact to this video. <laughs> let's let's not say, oh, he gave up a home run, and I know he, I knew he was going to give up home runs, or stuff is so filthy, or I, I knew Wisdom was going to hit fifty home runs this year, or <laughs> I knew Say it was going to strike out two hundred times. It's spring it's, training. It's, it's spring training. <laughs> it's BP. It means literally nothing, but it is fun to watch the guy have the movement on there, and it's fun that he was playing around a little bit with uh, with Say in the at bat. Um, don't tell he, people how to cub. I, I know. I wasn't trying. I'm just. Come on, it's just man. a reminder. That Barb is just, in the chat complaining about Bush again, and I am letting her cub how she wants to cub. Credit to me. Credit to you. Credit to me. Anything else that was exciting out there? Because we do want to. I want to run this uh, trout idea by in Mike Trout by in a second, Ryan. But anything else from Cubs camp that was relevant today uh, that we need to know about? Yeah, it's, it's very loud over here, so I try to keep the outside noise to a minimum. Um, no, the uh, one of the things I get, there's another um, thing that happened in live BP. Uh, Pete Carl Armstrong was up against Justin Steele. Uh, and so I tweeted out the, a, a clip of him him hitting a, a, a foul ball, hits off of Maya's mask, careens, and like almost like hits hits my camera right in the camera. It was like maybe a couple inches lower. So I tweeted it out, seeing if it could be one of those like major flinch things. I don't know how, how I don't know if it worked out, but uh, the sorry, I got, I got sidetracked. That was a second at bat. The first at bat, he faced Steele. Um, he laid down, he laid down a, a bunt actually, and uh, it was weird because we're all like don't you don't often see that in live bp right the guys just want to swing away and, and see pitches whatever he laid down a bunt and um so he kind of uh, greg collins was actually asked that after the game or after the workout was over and said that they actually had a conversation about that that even though council's not a huge fan of bunting and giving out outs that you. you know someone like Pete armstrong who is so one of the things he said was like obviously he's so good defensively like if you're late in the game you don't want to take out that kind of defense but it, so so you have to you know have, you have to have a balance of like the defense but he also might be facing a tough matchup a tough pitcher for him how do you how do you keep the how do you get the best out of the matchup while also Jesus it's so loud while also keeping uh, you know him in defensively and one of the things is maybe laying down a bunt whether that's bunting for a hit. Uh, bunting to move someone over from first to second, whatever, a guy in scoring position. Um, that may be uh, something that Pete Armstrong needs to do. So they actually had a conversation about it. Uh, Pete, uh, Craig said that Pete didn't want Justin to be mad, that he laid down a bunt in live BP, that Craig was like, yeah, Justin should be fine, so go ahead. Um, but, yeah, no, it's uh, it was just a weird thing, but it's also like uh, when you're talking about a guy like Pete adjusting to the major league game, facing major league pitchers, all that kind of stuff – if you want him to start learning out or not learning, but like, you know, figuring out the best way to bunt, when to put the bunt down, how to do the bunt in a live situation, the best way to do it is in live BP, right? Not against the machine because you know where the ball's going. The best way to do it, or the best place to do it is during live BP. So I, it was just an interesting nugget that, you know, maybe we'll see later on, maybe we'll think back to it and you're like, oh yeah, I do remember him throwing a bunt down in live BP. Now he's throwing a bunt down and the first game of the playoffs who knows what's the over under for pca bunts this season i hope it's under two <laughs> uh all right ryan so uh we were talking about here cody and i that you know mike trout seems to be sort of pushing the angels to make a big move he said i i'm loyal i want to win here don't trade me this is where i want to be it didn't work with shohei on the team he still wants do you think it'll impact the bellinger situation 
Do you think the Angels would be involved in Cody Bellinger? California kid. Be a nice signing. Um, it's not having Shohei Otani, but it would be a nice player on the team. I mean, what does their outfield and first base look like? Yeah, right I don't know. I don't know. I'm just wondering. I, that's that's a team that would have the money to do it. But I think that factors in, too. Like, where, like, position-wise, what do they have in places that Cody Bellinger could potentially play? I, I don't know. I have no idea if they're a player. If Mike Trout's pushing them to make moves and they decide to make moves, maybe, because they got the money. They or got any the of the four. Any of the four Boris guys, right? Sure. Like, well, they're well, the four big. It, right? Like, it's, it's, they have the room, like, money-wise, financially. Yeah. They have room to, to sign someone. And if Mike Trout wants you to make moves, sometimes you have to give it and make moves. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I have no insight into the Angels front office and their thinking if they want to go and want to make make one of those moves. But uh, it would be interesting if they were to listen to Trout, listen to what he wants, and actually go out and get some of those guys. One of the one or some of those guys. Well, hopefully it's like Gary said. Hopefully, hopefully it's Snell. I know the the Yankees are interested yeah. in Snell. Have made an offer. Um, I think Snell, Snell to the Angels was like a rumor yeah. earlier in the offseason, too. So maybe that makes the most sense. Let them duke it out with the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I, I got one more question for you, Ryan. Yesterday, I was following – you do the great clips. Uh, by the way, you should be following Ryan on Instagram and on Twitter. He puts out a social clip with, like, what you need to know from Cubs camp today. I, I had one concern – and this may be a graphics concern more than it is Ryan, because we know Ryan's going to wear the Hawaiian shirts because he's Ryan, the Hawaiian-wearing Herrera. Uh, Hawaiian Ryan. Yeah, so I took a screen grab as I was watching one of your videos, and it looks like the cactuses are sort of a grass skirt. It looks like you're wearing a hula skirt a little bit with that shirt because you see what I'm saying? Do you notice that? Does, I, am I the only I, one that... I know my eyes are bad and I need readers, but I looked at it and saw the cactuses and I'm like, did Ryan put on a grass skirt for this hit? What's going on? Well, the first thing I noticed was that the caption said aggressive at balls, and I thought that's what you were referring to. That, that's uh, just a coincidence. That's I just was going to say that this is a, timing. I was going to say this is an all-time uh, screen grab by Sarah. Credit to her. Timing is yeah, everything. That's yeah. my screen grab. It's timing and it is everything. I, I, yeah, credit to Luke. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't look like a skirt to me. I, I, I was concerned when I saw the words aggressive at balls, and I'm like, really, that's the one? That's what you did, Sarah? Thank you. <laughs> well, credit to me. Great screen grab, and credit to you for the nice Hawaiian shirt. Uh, hey, good news. Cody's coming out tomorrow. You guys can drive around, hit all the places. Shotgun. Oh, yeah. yeah, Cody's buying the Blue Moons. Okay. Blue Moons, yeah. Well, I'll you buy bring the blue that moons. Die Hard card, you don't even need I'll to. I'll buy the Blue Moons. Ryan can drive me around. Yeah. I'll be at the airport at 3.30. Make sure they pick me up. And Ryan, <laughs> he is hoping to hit in and out on the way to uh, the resort. Uh, Have you had in and out since you've been out there? No, I've had Whataburger twice. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. Beautiful. By the way, uh, CHGO we'll Spring Training Hotel Accommodations, where these two gentlemen will be staying and are staying, are provided by our friends at Gila River Resort and Casino Viquiva. It's the place for Chicago baseball fans to stay when visiting the Phoenix area. So if you're planning to head west to watch a little Cactus League action or Traveling to the desert throughout the year, call 1-800-946-4452 or visit playathila.com. That's G-I-L-A dot com. Nice place, all right? Oh, pretty pretty yeah, swanky. Enjoying your place. I love it. 
Cody's going to love it. Great food there. Great vibes. Cody loves vibes. We know that. So Good pillows. Good it's pillows. Good That's place. important. Good pillows. Good, good beds. Pillows. Soft towels. Yeah, oh. a shower. And a, oh, great. yeah. There, there's a pool there, right? There's a pool. Oh, brother. Pond in a pool. Pond's good for Cody. Oh, brother. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Man, you Can't guys wait. are... You sure you don't want to go? Whatever happens in Phoenix stays in Phoenix. Do you need a I producer? wasn't asked. <laughs> I wasn't asked either. Oh. They might need a producer. My my mm. trip to Arizona this year is that cactus right here. <laughs> I'm We can always go to Arizona during the season if you want. Well, that we can leave Ryan here well, to do the show hot, and then uh, me and you can go to Arizona and hopefully my luck is the uh, luck is different this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Ryan, we'll talk to you again tomorrow while he's traveling out there. Yes, you will. That's a plan. And, uh, you know, if anything breaks out there, Ryan underscore A underscore Herrera, just look for the Hawaiian shirt on Instagram. That's your guy. Yes, sir. Now, what, ha- what happens if the Cody Bellinger news breaks while Cody's in the air? What do we do? Uh, we well, do the you show. You pay for that Wi-Fi well, on the plane. I will, we pay, I will be paying for the Wi-Fi because there's yeah. no way I can hang out on a Southwest flight for four hours and not be on the Internet. So. I will like be I will be refreshing Twitter for that while ten thousand feet in the air. Yes. Are you bringing a Hawaiian shirt? I mean, I have a few I could bring. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great! Double Hawaiians, and then we could oh. have the cactuses on both sides. Look like you guys copy, are the luau. Copying my bit. Copying yep. my bit, Cody. Cody Del Copier. <laughs> Cody Del Copier. <laughs> wait, All right, wait, no, 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 better, better. Copy Del Mendo. There you go. Copy Del Mendo. I do like that better. That's an improvement. That's a rewrite. <laughs> Good rewrite. All right, see you tomorrow, I, Ryan. Speaking of the I flight, guess. I got Group A on Southwest. Oh, wow. Credit yeah. to you. Credit to them for, you know, picking me to be in Group A. Did you have to, like, set an alarm on your phone to get into that? No, I actually checked in on the app, like, two hours after it gave me the option. Really? So, like, I, I thought I was going to get, like, Group B or Group C. Instead, they grew, give me Group A. Well, so. I, you know what it is. They scanned your diehard card. Yeah, it had to be the diehard card. It's got to be the diehard card. Absolutely. Uh, Ray Chevrolet is sharing their best offers all month long with their auto show sales event. Make your way to Ray Chevrolet on Route 12 in Fox Lake to join in on the savings as one of the top-selling Chevy dealers in the Midwest. You're always able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest Chevy inventories. Plus, you can find the perfect tailgate vehicle right now at Ray Chevy because they are offering 0% financing for 72 months on new Silverados with over 100 available. I don't even need a pickup, and I'm thinking about it because of that deal. And to top it all off, they're pricing over 125 vehicles under 20 grand. Seriously, guys, pricing can't get more affordable than that. And I know everybody loves to hear the word free, and that's what you'll get this month at Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake, a free oil change. All you need to do is mention CHGO when scheduling your oil change. Start off the new year right and schedule it by February 29th. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com. They've been serving the community since 1963. Find new roads. Let me tell you, free oil change is a good thing. Yeah. I went to one of in those. this economy? I yeah. went to one of those fast places. And I didn't, made the mistake. I didn't schedule at Ray Chevy and use the code CHGO. Instead, I thought, oh, I'm just going to go here to one of these quick ones, pull in. I'm in and out of here in 20 minutes. You know what it was? Hundred dollars. 
for an oil change. I know. Last time I got an oil change was a hundred bucks too. Hundred dollars. Ridiculous. Uh, I'm gonna go get the free one. We should all we should all uh, riot every time we have to get an Drive oil change. But Fox if you get Lake it for free though, change. you go out to Fox Lake and get it for free. Well, yeah, just it's fill different. up your car with bacon and head out to Fox uh, Lake yeah. and get your free oil change. You make a pit stop in Woodridge, Illinois, and visit Charlie the Bacon Guy. Get your bacon, then go to Fox Lake, get your oil change, and you just had yourself an afternoon. There's nothing better, all right? Mm-hmm. I see Kybert in the chat said that Red Hot Ranch, in uh, which is right, like, West Lakeview, has one of the – he says it's the best burger in Chicago. Let oh. me tell you, I agree. It's one of the best burgers in this city. Uh, What's I, the place? It's called Red Hot Ranch. It, it's like – it's about as Chicago as it gets. And I've been there many times. I do love the burger there. But what I'm saying is, is – it would take it, you could take it up a notch with mm-hmm. some of the bacon from Charlie the Bacon. Get it guy. to go. Get it to go. And then throw a little mm-hmm. Charlie the Bacon guy on yeah. top Help. of it. Throw boy. some of that bacon on the burger because I do love me a good, uh, you know, bacon burger, bacon, cheeseburger. Bacon cheeseburger, you know what I mean? Anyway, Charlie the Bacon guy, he's based out of Woodridge, Illinois, like I said, and he, and he makes craft bacon and bacon jams for over a third with an over. 35 different flavors. Wow. I, I can't read one. Wow. 35 different 35 flavors. 35 different flavors. It still smells like bacon in this place, it does. man. It's a beautiful thing. It's better than any smells we've ever had in this place. Uh, I, I can't, in, I can't in, emphasize it enough. There's no better smell than bacon. Listen, there I, really I brought home the bacon jam last night. And it was, be- my wife was so happy. I, it was like I brought like uh, four dozen roses in the house. Wow. It's like you skipped oh, Valentine's Day, but you made up for That's it. That's right. I, I might've forgotten Valentine's Day, but I came in with that bacon jam. And then I got a tip uh, from Greg over there on, mm-hmm. on CHGO Blackhawks. And he's like, Boyson's like, Hey, you know, that dry rub that he gave you the mm-hmm. French toast dry rub. I haven't tried it on the bacon yet. He's like, drop a little in your coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm not a coffee guy, but I'm going to suggest that to the wife a little Take the coffee, drop a little of that wow. French toast dry rub in there. Oh man! All right. Anyways, well, that's a, that's a nice. Well, there's like extra tip. rubs here. Veteran I might take. Tip. I might take one home. Uh, one of my favorites is that raspberry chipotle. Uh, the bacon and bacon jams are naturally cured, preservative-free products. No ingredients that Charlie can't pronounce himself involved in the process. Unlike most store-bought bacon. All right. The vacuum, it's vacuum sealed and freezes perfectly. The bacon lasts in the package up to 60 days in the fridge, one week after the seal is broken, and nine months if you put it in the freezer, all right? It lasts forever, essentially. Uh, The bacon jam lasts about 90 days in the fridge and up to one year in the freezer. But if you're keeping bacon in the freezer that long, you're doing it wrong. And I got to admit, every time I... Get uh-huh. Charlie's bacon or anyone else's bacon. It doesn't last in the fridge very long. You're not doing life right if you're just not eating bacon every single day. All right. And if you if you want to get bacon, you should be getting Charlie's bacon. All right. He's got awesome merch as well. He had some of the merch in here. He had some beanies, had some hats, mm-hmm. some, some stickers. stickers. He's got a coffee mug. I saw that Law Dog had yesterday. Law had it, he, yeah. he put it on our. He uh, showed it on our show. Uh, you know some of the flavors. Like I said, the raspberry chipotle. I tried the uh, chorizo. I tried the French toast. Um, I've tried the Malort one as well. <laughs> all right. The, it's all good. I could eat it all every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then for a late night snack as well. If I could just eat bacon for the rest of my life, it would be Charlie the Bacon Guy's bacon. All right. The bacon jam goes perfectly on anything. Put it on scrambled eggs, toast, crackers, burgers, grilled mm, cheese, mm. charcuterie boards. All right. Talk to me. Us millennials, that's all we do is charcuterie, charcuterie boards, all right? It's like, a, I, I don't know what started no it, but like you, you put- I like it too. 
big. You're okay. big on the charcuterie the, the, boards. The, the Gen oh, yeah. Z's are even out. Jordan, right. Jordans and uh, <laughs> charcuterie boards. Like yep. charcuterie boards. Like you get you get you some of the the Charlie Bacon guy bacon jam, and you're going to raise eyebrows at the parties. Mm. All right, it's, you know. St. Patrick's Day is right around the corner. Everyone's going to have a charcuterie board at mm-hmm. their, their gathering, whatever. you got to get some of this bacon jam, man. All right? Um, it's got all the flavors. He's made in the past. If, if, if it is not currently available, give Charlie about two weeks, and he'll make it up to you. All right? Starting now, you can save 10% on your order at charliethebaconguy.com when you use code CHGO at checkout. You can pick it up, which is the most efficient way for you. Or he will even deliver it to you. He'll wow. even meet wow. you halfway, Unbelievable guys. service. Or ship it, all right? He makes the bacon so you can bring it home, all right? So follow him on Instagram at Charlie the Bacon Guy, Twitter at CZ the Bacon Guy. You can also email him at Charlie the Bacon Guy <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, and he's also got a website, Charlie the Bacon Guy.com. You can't, like, we've given you all the reasons to go hit up Charlie the yep. Bacon Guy. Credit to us. And credit to you when you give him your service because there is no bacon better than Charlie the Bacon Guy's bacon. And I will die on that hill. Put it on my tombstone whenever I'm gone. What's your love language? Bacon Bacon. jam from Charlie the Bacon Guy. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, How did I do? Is that as good as yours? That was good. That was very good. We got a couple super chats. Uh, Isaac (laughs) says, $10 super chat from Isaac. Just throwing the... Credit to Isaac. He's around. Uh, just wanted to say I appreciate all the hard work and coverage you provide. A truly amazing powerhouse in baseball coverage. You guys have helped me go from just being a fan to loving baseball. Aww. Love y'all. Wow. Credit to Flip Isaac. Flip that off and send it to the bosses. Yeah. We'll make sure to save it for whenever we, we try and get uh, Town hall to get, meeting. Yeah. Print that. Print that. Save that, Sarah. We should put, it on, that. A, we should put it on a shirt. This is this will be our next town hall meeting. That'll be a presentation we make. Uh, yeah. Look what Isaac said. Please give ten dollars super chat. <laughs> uh, then Ryan Lambert a super chat two dollars. Cody gonna rock Cubs Hall of Famer Madrigal jersey in Mesa. <laughs> don't don't say that. Don't say that. I'll, actually, you should just tweet hey, that at Brendan. All right. Don't tweet it at me. I, I don't know if you caught this in the Sun Times, but this is well, for all the Madrigal haters out there. And. <laughs> There's one of them on the Sox beat. I will say this. He learned how to play third base this Mm -hmm. year, and he's in. He's probably the one-two combo at third base right now with Christopher Morrell. Sure. For this team, for a starting spot, who's going to start at third? We don't know if Morrell can play. We found out last year that Madrigal can play defensively over at third base. He has been, according to the Sun-Times, he has been out there giving tips on footwork and throwing. He has been taking an active role in trying to teach Christopher Morrell how to play third base. Okay, give credit to him. Now, credit remember the him. old slogan, that's Cub? Mm-hmm. That's the kind of, that is, that's Cub, that's what I want to see. Yeah. And I wonder if that's a little bit of Craig Council or if that's just the way that Nick Madrigal is. He wants the team to Maybe be better, but he's doing it. He could be. He potentially is teaching the guy that could take mm-hmm. his job. Yeah, I was going to say, he could be a little bit more selfish, right? Um, but he's not. He's not so, the best yeah, for the team. No. Listen, no one's ever said the guy's a bad dude. Maybe Sox fans, but I don't even know if that's true. But... Uh, Somebody hacked Gary Ross. He thinks yeah. I'm wrong. I just think that if Nick Madrigal is your starting third baseman going into opening day, you're an unserious organization. So, But that doesn't mean I don't think he's a, not a valuable piece on the roster. 
But right, I'm just saying he's being a good teammate out yeah, there. That, like and, that's, and, and I agree with that too. I just again, if Nick Magical is your opening day third baseman, you're an unserious organization. That's just how I feel. Because yeah, he can play some defense, but he's also a below average hitter. Now, what does Morell obviously give you? The power at third base, and we know this team needs power. We've talked yesterday. We talked about star power. They don't have a player in the top fifty, even if they have Bellinger. He was ranked at number fifty-one by MLB Network for players in baseball right now. Um, and not only do they lack star power, they have they have some guys. Obviously, Dansby, Nickel, and Dimes are, <laughs> are really, really, really good players. Happy to have them on the team. There's a lot of players like that on the Cubs. Really, really nice players and pieces that you hope grow into superstars. Maybe Justin Steele's on his way after a great season last year. But we've had Jed Hoyer in multiple years now, back-to-back years, talk about needing more thump in the lineup. Needing to blow teams out so that you're not playing a bunch of one-run games. Mm -hmm. And I still, even if they have Bellinger... I still think they lack that thump in some ways. Now, let's just go through the exercise of saying Bellinger's not on this team. Okay. Because he's not right now. Mm-hmm. Where are they going to get the power to compete not only in the division, but with other teams in the National League? Keep in mind, last year they had six players who hit at least 20 home runs. Bellinger, Morrell, Wisdom, Swanson, Happ, and Saya. Bellinger and Morrell led the team with 26 each. They, they haven't had a 30 home run hitter on this team. Did you mention Morrell? You forgot to mention Morrell. Morrell and oh, okay. Bellinger led the okay. team last year with 26. They haven't had a 30 home run guy since Schwarber and Bryant in 2019. That's not going to get it. I I know that there's... There's the side of things that they were getting away from that. Too many home run hitters, too much, too much swing and miss. We need more contact guys. Yeah, I like, I agree. I need, I need a mix of that. I need a mesh of that. But I need a 30 home run hitter on this team this season. Sure. So well, where's, where's that going to come from? Because the closest thing they've had was wisdom with 28 in 2021. Sure. Well, um, I think, you know, projecting it. I'm optimistic about Seiya taking that step. I think Morrell could easily hit 30. Let's not forget Morrell played la- less games last season than he did his rookie season and hit, and hit more home runs last year, right? Uh, I, I think Morrell is the lock if you were to... If you were if going you, to Circa if, and if I was going to bet on a Circa, 30 home run hitter for the Cubs? Yeah, if I were to go to Circa and bet on who's going to hit 30 home runs for the Cubs this year, I would bet Morrell because he's going to, whether he's playing third base or not, he's going to be in the lineup every day. He's, he's going to play. Like, Council's pretty much made that clear. Wisdom, he ain't going to do that because his role is going to be significantly, like, lower. Like, he's he's probably going to have the same role he had in the second half of last year. If Circa had Christopher Morrell at 29 and a half home runs this year, would you go over or under? Oh, I'm hammering the over. You're hammering it? I'm hammering it, yeah. I your paycheck, it, your next paycheck, throw it down on the over. My rent money, yeah. Why not? Wow. Under. Slander. Please apologize for your slander. You're going under, Sarah? Oh, wow. Why are okay. you going under? For Sarah? No, no. We're talking about Morell. Oh, for Morell? Morell. Yeah, I mean. Is he going to misunderstand? Hit, is he going to hit 30 home runs? I misunderstood. I thought for a second, I read Sarah on the chat, and then my head, I heard that. Um, Morell, though, 
I'd go over, honestly, on Morel. I'd go under on Saya, though. I'll, I'll stick to that original. I sort of, I sort of, that seems logical. Say, yeah. say, that's more logical, but I'm optimistic that 2024 can be a breakout season for him. But it's not like I don't think Morel's, I don't think like he's not going to get past like 34. Like I, I'm saying, you go like, under it would be 35, like, but over 30. Yeah, like in between like that spot. Okay. Hopefully. Right. Hopefully. You saved yourself. Yeah. At least you're a little bit more logical now. Keeper doesn't <laughs> think Morell's going to get the at-bats. Well, he's going to have to either show how. that he can play third or he's going to have to be the DH <laughs> how, a lot. How, do, how does he not get the at-bats? you got to play Morell every single day if this team isn't going to have Cody Bellinger on it. You have to. You absolutely have to play Christopher Morell every single day. He's got to play at least 150 games in 2024. What, what if I was... Asking you to place that wager, and the wager was 29 and a half home runs in a Cubs uniform. A late, a, a midseason trade because they're trying to add another arm, and something happens, and Mor- they finally make the big trade mm-hmm. that we've talked but about, and Morel, Morel would be in it. You would have wow. to factor that into the decision. Um, you know when the last time, <laughs> and this you is just, for the chat, you too. just now you're just really riling everyone this, up. This shocked me. When was the last time? Uh, personally, I don't think the Cubs need a 30 home run hitter. They need a 40 home run hitter, and I, I'm sick of waiting for it. When was the? Who was the last 40 home run hitter for the Chicago Cubs? <sighs> well, Bryant, last guy to hit Bryant, 40 homers. Bryant hit 30, what eight in 2016, so mm-hmm. he didn't do it. Rizzo never did it. Schwarber hit 38. Yeah, Schwarber. Maybe it in was 2019 Sammy Sosa. You had, in 2019, you had Schwarber at 38, Bryant at 31, and Baez at 29. Yeah. I can live without a guy at 40 when I have three guys right there at 30. I'm going to guess it's Sammy Sosa. The last Cubs batter. I don't think Derek Lee did it in 2005. Derek Lee hit 46 in 2005. Did he hit 46 He's the last 40 home run hitter for the okay. Cubs. D. Lee. All right, 2005, Derek Lee was different. 2005, we were launching Comcast Sportsnet. (laughs) You know how long ago that is? Yeah, I know. I know. I was a young buck. I'm here. I was a freshman in high school. (laughs) Wow. All right, well, I did not not rate Derek Lee correctly there. But I do know that 2005, Derek Lee was different. D. Lee. Everybody's saying yeah. Soriano. I believe Soriano, yeah, Soriano he, might have done it, but I believe it was. Was it with the Nationals? I don't. He I don't, was. He had a forty forty season with the you Nationals. You know what? Maybe I, maybe I've agency. skipped elite, uh, Soriano, but I don't think so. Soriano, maybe. maybe I don't. Ramirez believe, never don't hit forty, he four, did he? I don't know. I don't, and I don't think Soriano hit forty for the Cubs. Mm. The last, the last Cub forty, 40 home, home run hitter for the Chicago Cubs. We well, do, but yeah, we're but trying in the to middle guess, of the show. It's know. just for fun. I know that D. Lee hit 46 in 2005. I believe that is the last Cubs hitter to hit 40 home runs. Yeah. My original guess we was Sammy super Sosa, chat. too. Uh, Chris says for four ninety nine, dollars Christopher Morrell to the home run derby. Book it. It'd be good for baseball. He be, he'd be good in that. It would be good for baseball. D. Lee was that guy. He was that guy, Stephen. What a pickup he was. Keep cooking, Stephen. And then he almost fought Zimbrano in the in the dugout. What, man, what what yeah. a, you guys like to watch the uh the what do they call the Friday show, the Royal Rumble or whatever. What it was the, what's the WWE thing you're watching on Friday Smackdown? night? Smackdown? Smackdown? Can you imagine a battle between Zimbrano and D. Lee? If that would have actually broken out, that would not have been Michael Barrett and Zimbrano. That would have been two big boys. I think just you put Zambrano in anyone, it would have been Yeah, but D. Lee's a big guy. He yeah. There aren't that many baseball players when 
when you're around other sports and you see seven footers in basketball and sure. there aren't too many baseball players where you go, wow, that guy's huge. They're, they're just a more normal yeah. body shape and size. Yeah. Usually yeah. D Lee was a big guy. Um, yeah. I mean, it's back to the original question. And again, we were kind of just talking about this because Sean from CHO White Sox just asked us like, do you use Google? And he looked it up for us. Uh, D Lee's the answer. D Two thousand five. Two thousand five. Forty six. I was right. Credit to me. Last last cup to hit thirty, Brian Schwarber in twenty. Yeah, right. Yeah. And Baez was one behind. The, the last guy before Lee Sosa hit forty in the See Soriano and, and Aram never hit never hit forty. Yeah. yeah. Never got well. Sor, Soriano just couldn't stay healthy enough to yeah. do it. Right. I mean he was ripping off he would get hot, from but like, just couldn't stay healthy. And from enough. like twenty ten to 2014 this team was a dumpster fire so yeah so i mean i'm with you like they they need a 40 they they need someone who can emerge as that you know that home run hitter guy and i just think christopher morell is that like he he he's going to strike out but i do think he has a better plate approach than javi Baez ever did even in his in his best years so you have to live with some of those strikeouts from Christopher Morrell. But I think he I think he is definitely hitting 30 bombs this year. At least 30. I, I will be shocked if Morrell doesn't hit 30 bombs this year. Um, that's, and a, then, that's a good and, poll question. Will, will Christopher Morrell and, and when you talk about And when you talk season. about Saya, the reason that I think Saya could be the other guy that if it's not Morrell, I think it's Saya, to hit 30 is because... In each of his first two seasons was two seasons with the Cubs. He's had injuries. He's had inconsistencies, right? He hasn't just been consistent throughout the entire year. His rookie year, he won rookie of the month in April, then went through like a month and a half of adjusting to major league pitching. Then he was hurt and he finished the season strong. He just didn't hit a lot of homers. He only finished, he finished with like 14 that year, something like that. Maybe it was 16. I don't remember. It was a teen number. And then last year, star of the season hurt. And even though he came back, he had a decent month of May, but there wasn't a ton of power there. And then he was not good from June and for June and July, but then was had the highest slugging percentage mm-hmm. in baseball from August until September or until the end of the season. So if he just gives you the consistency and is the player that he was the last two months of the year in 2024. He easily could hit 30 as well. He hit 30-plus bombs in Japan. I He could do it. He's just got to be more consistent. That's it, like the thing, It's the same thing with both players. It's a question. It's a we're wondering if it will happen. It's a, you know, there's nothing to prove that it could happen, right? But if there were two players for me to guess or book on, It'd be those two guys. Because I think we know who Ian Happ is. We know who Nico and Dansby are. Like, maybe maybe if we, if you force me to guess a prospect, like, it, I don't think Owen Casey's going to, you know, be up here the, okay. for, for a couple. Like, I don't so think. That's, he, that's the question I, I'm going at. But I don't think Owen Casey's going to be on the roster until, like, August at the earliest. Okay, you know? so my, my follow-up question, by the way, Craig uh, is doubling down on Morrell, says he can hit 40-plus. Yeah. He's gonna be the forty-plus he guy. Could. He's a he can be a, he can, he's the most he, likely guy to hit thirty home guy. runs. He hits the ball the so hard, season. man. He hits it so right? hard. It, yeah. It'd be Morell, Saya, Wisdom, and be your three for 
most likely to lead the Cubs in home runs this season? I, I wouldn't put I'd put I wouldn't put wisdom there, but well, sure. the playing time. Yeah, I don't think wisdom's going to get the playing time. I don't. Okay, so now here's here's the follow up question: Who is the next forty home run hitter on the Cubs? And I'm giving you these options. Maybe I should put it at thirty five. <laughs> thirty five. Is it Morell? Your next 35 home run guy is Owen Casey, who we had a picture today from our, our yeah, friend yep. uh, Rich Biesterfeld. With, he's got the red, he's got called the red, white, and blue. It's PCA with the blue hair, the white pants, and the red hair of Owen Casey, the redheaded Canadian. So is it Owen Casey, Christopher Morell, Alexander Canario, or Juan Soto? Who's the next 35 home Brother, run we are still trying to wait out this Bellinger thing. Do not get me started on Juan Soto Just yet. get me excited. Just no, get you're me not going to get me excited about Juan Soto. Just get me a little riled up. Just not a little yet. riled not up. Not yet. I can't. I can't. Who's the next 40 home gonna, run hitter gonna, on the Cubs? You're going to trigger Godfather bringing that up, all right? Uh, if, it were, if we're talking about the guys on this roster right now, I think Casey has that potential, but it ain't going to be this year. Um, in the franchise already, the guys that not yeah. outside the. I think Morell has forty home run potential for sure. Yes, Barb. We know Soto's with the Yankees, but he'll be a free agent at the end of the year, most likely. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm has Soto hit forty? Has Soto's hit forty before, hasn't he? Uh, boy, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm not. I'm not a, a, a number chaser like that. I just don't really know. Although I thought you just let the facts. Exercise. You don't let facts get in the way of a good no, story. No, never. Right? I'd go Morell or Casey. Okay. If we're talking 35 homers, I legitimately think Morell can hit 35 bombs this year. I do. Uh, all right. We're going to get to something I did not see coming here in the third segment. And apparently a lot of people did not see coming, including uh, Nike. <laughs> and we'll get there in a second. But don't forget, Blue Moon is made brighter. Get Blue Moon delivered and see delivery options by visiting bluemoonbeer.com slash chgo celebrate responsibly blue moon brewing company golden colorado so excited to have them on board title sponsor chicago cubs we're in our our spring training coverage i'm gonna we're looking forward to the blue moon beer bat chugs i'm gonna get on the w i'm gonna get on the plane tomorrow order a blue moon i'm gonna go off the plane tomorrow get a blue moon at the first bar i go to blue moons are my airport beers Really? Has been for a few years now, yeah. Credit to you. If I drink at an airport, it's uh, always a blue moon. When I'm at the airport, from here, I'll have a blue you moon. You put them in some cargo right. pants, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I will I will have a blue moon every day in spring training. At least one. So. hey By the way. Eight cases at home. That's Just unbelievable. Eight he cases. He swiped eight cases from the office. Credit to me. Couldn't, couldn't live without it, guys. On a scooter, he was able to take home eight <laughs> cases of Blue Moon. That is a feat Not seven. He may not be able to hit 40 eight. home runs, but he did get eight cases of beer home <laughs> somehow. <laughs> hey, let me tell you who I love. I have a CD One Price Cleaners right by the house. You take stuff over there, boom, same day, next day. Low prices, customers save over 30% on their dry cleaning bill by switching to CD One Price Cleaners. Simple, transparent service. Uh, they do everything, even uh, sports jerseys, by the way. Mm. So, you know, you get a little catch up on your Soriano jersey 
or you get a little ketchup on your Chris Bryant jersey, mm. or you get a little mustard on your Dansby Swanson. Dansby Swanson, Nico Horner jersey, that's the place to take it. Also, fast turnaround. Like I said, City One Price Cleaners has your order ready the same day you drop it off or the next day. Other cleaners take two to four days. You'd be waiting all week for your stuff to come. I know. And they send you a text when it's ready. So you're not wondering. You're not guessing. You're not showing up and they're like, nope, tomorrow's the day. When, they, when it's done, they text you. Wide variety of uh, cleaning services, dry cleaning, wash and fold laundry, blankets, comforters, tailoring, alterations, leather cleaning, area rug cleaning. As I've said, Cody got all of his leather pants done for his trip out west, you know, mm-hmm. the chaps for the trip out to Arizona because everybody wears chaps out in Arizona. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. Visit chgo.cd1, that's O-N-E, dot com. Link in the description. Once you're there, you can pick from an in-store coupon or online pickup and delivery coupon options. You triggered Godfather. Uh-oh. With the whole Soto thing. You triggered him. Rick he's in the chat Soto, huh? and he's laughing like at us. Yeah, I know. Right? Also, Fernando says, I'm surprised Cody isn't wearing pants with this heat wave. I'm going to finally let the legs out when I go to Arizona tomorrow. Letting them breathe. Credit to you me. Let the stems breathe once he gets out to the desert. Tanya says she's never had a blue moon. It'll be life-changing, Tanya, when you finally I'll get that blue moon. Turn things around. It'll change your life. You might have thought that you were not having... Uh, you weren't living your best life, and then when you had that blue moon, you suddenly felt like a new person. But Tanya, don't forget to put an orange slice in it. Yes. The first yeah. time you Lost drink it, get some yeah. wings on the side. Yeah, wings? yeah. Mm. You like and your wings a, grilled or fried? Um, well, I like it depends. Grilled. 100% Honestly, grilled wings. Grilled, yeah, it yeah. depends. Grilled. Like a little char on them. Yeah. I just like I like chicken too. I just like chicken. Anyways. Says everyone. Yeah. I love me a good wing. You know what I like uh, generally is my ball players in pants that aren't see-through. <laughs> generally speaking, <laughs> see-through pants are not what I want on the Chicago Cubs. Uh, Cody helped point this out to me. Yeah, what is that? You got the TikTok? Is that where you saw the I TikTok? Bo- all? Oh, I, well, no, this is how it started. All right. So the Mariners tweeted a video yesterday of Cal Raleigh doing like a mini mic uh, he was like answering questions right. and then they, the Mariners used it as a social thing. Right. And everybody already hates the New Jersey's right. with the tiny but little he has, But he has his pants or his shirt tucked in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah actually has this picture of Saya and Shota up. You can and, see his pocket pretty And you clearly. can kind of see the jersey. Like maybe it's the difference because like the Mariners and the Dodgers jersey that I saw on a Shohei Otani mm-hmm. picture, it's just white. Like the Cubs pants are obviously pinstripe, right? So maybe it's a little bit harder, but you can kind of see the ends of his jersey tucked in. So, so thin. they're kind of, it's very thin. It's very see-through. And I'm just saying that like when I saw the video of Kyle Raleigh answering these, like doing this, this social hit for the Mariners, no one's talking about what he's talking about. They're talking about his pants. Right. <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> and all I can say is, I mean, pray for Ian Happ, man. See-through pants. You had one job. I feel. The funniest part about this is I know I'm on I'm the older spectrum here. The old Seinfeld segment where George becomes involved in running the Yankees organization and he mm-hmm. decides that he's – He's like, why would you want to wear those rough fibers of those jerseys? We're going to wear cotton. Jer-. And then the, 
He gets them to ever the players all love it. Jeter loves, and then they wash it once, and everybody starts shrinking their uniforms. It's a big mm-hmm. problem. This couldn't be a bigger train wreck. The jerseys are horrible, and now the pants are see-through. As you mentioned, Ian Happ's got enough trouble keeping people focused in the outfield on the game at hand with his buttocks. <laughs> now we got see-through pants the guy's going to be wearing. And I mentioned Ian Happ because there is a, there, it's been a, a thing for a long time. Like There's an Instagram and a Twitter account called Ian Happ's Ass. All right? So with these see-through pants and Ian Happ, and I think everyone kind of acknowledges that Ian Happ has one of the – one of the bigger asses in the Cubs locker room because because if it wasn't incentive if, if, if fans didn't Let's talk about glute. it we should call him glutes glutes sorry he has like I feel so weird talking about this but like people talk about it I see I see Cubs Twitter talk about Ian Happ's glutes I don't really see this as a bad much. conversation at all. <laughs> Calm I don't. Down, I don't Sarah. see the problem. The only Calm thing, down. Sarah. The only <laughs> thing, but like, I don't I'm see telling it. you, on a hot summer day yes. at Wrigley Field, Whew. I'm telling you, someone like Sarah is going to be in left field, and she's be like, "God damn!" And God. all I'm saying yeah. is, Ian Happ's wife's going to need to get some protection. Yeah, we don't even have man. sweat. We don't even have the <laughs> the swamp ass going yet. <laughs> I know, guys. I know. It's, I, like, I'm just saying that, Are like, we, the see-through pants. It's just not a good look. We're going to know who's wearing a cup, who's not wearing a cup. <laughs> Right? I, like, like, I like the way you think, Luke. I mean, what a disaster. <laughs> Sarah, she is really embracing this bit now. Okay. The only thing worse <laughs> than having see-through pants on mm. the players all season would be umpire. Are they doing the, is Nike doing the umpires mm. too? I don't want to see the umpires junk either. <laughs> God. Yeah. Or the reporters. Yeah. Let's hope Ryan. the reporters aren't running around in see-through pants <laughs> just for comfort. Well, I mean, if Ryan's walking what around this joke. office wearing see-through pants... We're going to have... See-through pants. We're, we're They've got to get a hold of this before they start the games on Friday. I know. I know. It's The it's, heat in Arizona? It's, uh, it's weird uh, that they managed to mess up the jerseys and the pants, man. Our, our, what are we doing? And obviously, these are the home whites, which is, it's like a, a wet t-shirt concert out there, potentially, with these guys wearing see-through pants. <laughs> are, the, are the road grays going to be just as bad? I assume so. Because they're it's so all thin. made by the same... Same people, you know. I assume so. Why would I think otherwise? Seventh Maybe it won't be so easy to see through because, again, we're talking about white pants. So if they're on the road, maybe it won't be so bad. But right, all I'm saying. But is, the seventh inning stretch basically could become a wet T-shirt concert. Sure. Uh, contest. I will say this, and this is more of a question actually, is you know. You guys slide all the time into bases and stuff. Like W. Susie said it. What's going to happen when these guys slide? Yeah. Pants made of Kleenex. Like, if it's so thin, what if it rips? Next thing you know, Ian Happ's going to be running off the field with ripped pants. Like like SpongeBob, you know what I mean? Like Forrest Gump. (laughs) I was shot in the buttocks. (laughs) You know the Rip the Pants song? Buttocks. SpongeBob. From SpongeBob. Yeah, Yeah, first season. I think it's like episode five or six. Luke knows nothing about it, probably. I know who SpongeBob is. He's the little... But do you know the episode that I'm talking about, though? I've never seen SpongeBob. Uh, I just know that he's... It's when they go to the beach. He's yellow, right? he gets embarrassed, yeah. And he he sings a song about how he ripped his pants at the beach. Rip my pants. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) This This is potentially the worst uniform decision since... The White Sox went with shorts. 
It's the worst. The worst Chris sale is in shambles, made in man. baseball since the White Sox decided to wear shorts. Oh, God. Jim, our sales guy, in the chat saying, you guys are spending too much time talking about guys missing their pants. Yeah. Says the guy not wearing any pants over there in the sales department. Just sitting over there at the I mean, that's, little desk. The problem is we no don't have HR, on. so Jim can come over there and sit in his boxers and nobody says anything. But it's uncomfortable. Yeah. He just come, he comes in here on Fridays when no one's yeah. here, and he just yeah. doesn't wear anything. But then again, that's how he closes a lot of deals. <laughs> Credit to him. Credit to him. Credit to no him. No pants. That's how, that's how he closed uh, the deal with Blue Moon. Absolutely. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. Yeah, these new Nike uniforms, they're, they're called tearaway pants. Mm. Unintentionally. 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 Well. All right. Anyway. Hey. So how are you going to be able to survive without me? Well, we're going to find out. Uh, we're going to, you're still going to be doing shows. So tomorrow yeah. while you're traveling, uh, Jared and Kevin are going to join me. We're going to do a remote show because Ryan is going to try and join us from the ballpark while you're traveling. Then Friday, the, the current goal is Friday's show likely will be at a much later time for those of you that are listening to this or watching it live. Friday's show, the, the current plan is that we will do it after sometime after that first spring training game. Yeah. Most likely like 7.30 or 7 o'clock yeah. central time. Sure. Okay? Um, so it might t- we need a little time for Ryan and Cody to get to the hotel right after the game. So that's the plan Friday and Monday is that we'll do shows later in the evening after the spring training Cactus League game, the Cubs playing, that you're going to all five of them. Yes. And, and at then, Sloan Park, I'll be in the right field lawn. Okay. And, yeah. and hit up Cody or CHGO underscore Cubs yeah. on Twitter if you want to meet up before the game. Yeah. It's like nothing official, but like if no you're out. official meet like up. I, but, you know. I went out to Arizona last year and met a ton of, a ton of Cubs fans. Yeah. So if you I, want to sit with Cody on the lawn and check out all the guys wearing see-through pants, feel free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll also probably that be high in shorts. sun in so Arizona. Just, I'll be wearing shorts too, so you get a nice, good view of my legs because everyone loves to talk about my and, legs. And in the no, chat. no base layer, so you know what's going to happen. <laughs> Cody's going to be out there in those shorts and, and tank tops that he likes to wear, and they're going to have to stop the first Cactus League game because players are going to be, you know, distracted, up, distracted by the shining bright white light yeah. that's out in the outfield. If Michael Bush glare. hits a homer, I'm definitely going to get video of it, and I'm going to force us to f- somehow play it on the show for Barb. I can't wait to see the videos you're going to come up with. Well, uh, I'll have a blue moon in my hand while I do all of it. Safe travels, many blue moons. Plenty, it's many a couple good meals. People are asking about Corey. No, Corey. His brother's getting married this week. Yeah, Corey's got a wedding in the family's brother. His brother just decided to get married. Right. And then right. Uh, Tuesday, we're likely back to the 330 time zone. So again, Friday. Monday will be the different times. We'll talk about it again tomorrow. Uh, Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast. Cody and Ryan are going to be out there in Arizona starting sometime tomorrow. Till then, have a great night. Thanks for watching and fly the W. Y'all silly like the mayor. 